Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast with Steve Schellenberger. You're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you transform your life and achieve results that otherwise would have seemed difficult or even impossible. In each episode, you'll learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals. Steve is the number one national best-selling author. He's successfully started 11 businesses in three separate industries. He is a highly sought-after keynote speaker and corporate trainer for organizations around the world, an executive coach, the father of six, and the founder of Becoming Your Best Global Leadership. Here is Mr. Steve Schallenberger. Welcome to you, the Becoming Your Best podcast listeners, wherever you might be in the world today. This is your host, Steve Schallenberger, and we have a talented and very gifted guest with us today. She has a message that will help anyone that wants to get to a better place personally, in relationships, and professionally. So welcome, Jill Lublin. We're so happy to have you with us. Thank you, Stephen. I'm delighted to be here with you. And before we get started, I would like to tell our listeners about Jill's background. And here's a little, this is not all of it by any means, but Jill is an international speaker and consultant on the topics of influence marketing, publicity, and networking. Uh, She's the author of three best-selling books, including Get Noticed, Get Referrals, and a co-author of Guerrilla Publicity. One of the books we're going to talk about today is Networking Magic. So this is going to be a lot of fun in in our visit. She's a master on positioning uh, your business for profitability and visibility in the marketplace. She's the CEO of a strategic consulting firm with over 20 years experience working with over 100,000 people. And she has worked on both domestic and international media. She teaches a crash course in publicity as both a live event and a webinar. So with that, welcome, Jill. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. Well, thanks. Well, let's just start right off with helping our listeners understand a little bit about your background. So what was your life like growing up? <laughs> and what? Oh. oh, yeah, we're reaching back there a little bit. And what experiences helped you see that you could be successful? Well, interestingly enough, not many. I mean, can I just be honest? You know, I had... I had one of those uh, dysfunctional family types who, frankly, uh, I didn't really, you know, know anything about business. Uh, I was raised in kind of a blue-collar family. It wasn't really a place where a, a creative, engaging, you know, curious child could necessarily flourish. But here's the good news. As I was, you know, raised up and kind of coming into my own and finding out who I really was, I took it upon myself to... Uh, get educated and get into professional development seminars and business seminars and and I you know basically educated myself and became into became who I am and I think that's important to know you know I didn't like start out this way I, I really trained myself I hired coaches and mentors I invested myself constantly to be the best I can be. And this is not just like an overnight process. This is a, a lifetime development for me. And I'm a, a constant, uh, what would I call it, a constant seeker of education and improvement. 
And to me, that's what's important, and that's helped me really be successful. And I think anyone looking to be successful needs to stay with other successful people, get involved in groups where you are part of that, stay focused with um, you know, wonderful mentors like I've been blessed to have in my life, and, and really be part of a bigger conversations, you know. We, we can't do this stuff alone. I didn't do any of my wonderful three books alone. You know, it takes villages to, to create great people. Right. Well, uh, thank you for that. And we're going to talk more about that whole notion of networking and mentors and coaching. And But let's drill a little deeper. Let's go back and let's just think about uh, one of the things I've noticed is that people have certain moments that are transformational in their lives. Uh, and that actually point them or put them on a course to do certain things of decisions that they derive from this trans- transformation. And as you think back, what, what's a transformation that you had that helped you get going into this area? Mm, well, one thing I would say is um, I, I, when I was young, wanted to be an attorney. I always wanted to be an attorney. I wanted to go to law school. <laughs> Because I thought that would make a difference, and I knew I could make a difference by understanding the system and how it worked, and then being able to help people, because that's what actually really always drove me, the, the, the wanting to help others and wanting to make a difference. And uh, then I got to law school. <laughs> well, I don't know if you've ever been to law school, but let me just say, for somebody who's highly creative like I am, it's not an easy place to be. And actually dropped out of law school after a year, which for me was in, in a way certainly disappointing because you know it, how it is when you always want to be something and your whole life kind of arranges toward that. And in my family, of course, they were very proud of me because I was the first one to graduate college, let alone go on to advanced degrees like law school. And I remember when I dropped out of law school, my father said to me, well, you know, why are you doing this? What are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And he said, what is that and how do you spell it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and from that time, I mean, I've been still figuring out what it is. I know how to spell it now. Um, but the truth about the entrepreneur journey is it's an ongoing one, which is wonderful. But for me, that was a big transformation. And funny enough, in law school, I started working in the entertainment business uh, for an entertainment attorney. That started leading me to the path of knowing what I'm really great at, which is promotion and publicity and helping others get their message out. You know, that's really one of my strong skill sets. And I discovered that by, in a way, you know, switching paths, going a new direction and finding out, you know, who I really, where my talents really lie. That that was a wonderful switch. Well, that's a that's really a, an enlightening story, and I'm I'm glad that you took time to share that. Uh, one of the things that I think really does help successful entrepreneurs and businessmen uh, is to build upon. They recognize they have a core strength and a passion about something. And that they build around that passion, which then, you know, makes it so much easier for them to go forward and and to find joy in the things that they, that they do. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly the point, right? Always, 
and uh, and I think it's it's important to watch for the signs, you know, what's really exciting. And I read this beautiful book recently called The Last Lecture, and one of the things he talked about was what were your childhood dreams? Hmm. And I, you know, that got me really thinking um, about, you know, what what was that about? And so I think it's it's really key to watch for what gives you joy. I mean, my work gives me joy now. It's not as much work as it is play and fun and helping others and supporting others to be their best with their message and getting messages out to the world and uh, blessing others with, with really your your what you want out in the world. And for me, that's been a real wonderful way to live my life, and that is to help others get their message out through the power of publicity. So all of that led to each book. All of that led to uh, my natural, one of my natural talents also is networking. I'm a great networker. I love people. I love their stories. And guess what? You know, that led to, as I like to call myself, the queen of connecting. And Networking Magic was born, the next book. You know, so that's a piece of it. I think all of these are natural now extensions of who I am. My new book, The Prophet of Kindness, is coming out because of of really finding new ways to do business and that kindness works in business and all all of them have been built upon the other and to me that's a natural progression well uh, before we visit uh, about uh, your books and some of your experiences in this area uh, our listeners i'm sure would really enjoy hearing uh, what's been the biggest challenge in your life, whether in your personal life or your business life, and then how did you handle it? Oh yeah, challenges. Those are <laughs> they're they're there, you know, and you just got to be ready to to uh, rock and roll with them, whatever it is. And it really is about attitude. But one of the big things that happened for me was that I fell and fractured both ankles in you know multiple places. Oh my! And I ended up. Yes, and I ended up in a wheelchair oh. for for five months. I mean, this wasn't just like a you know a little injury, and I could still walk on crutches. No, I was like out, meaning, you know, I couldn't I couldn't uh, sleep in my own bed. I couldn't take a shower. You know, like really serious stuff. I couldn't drive anywhere, of course, and I just couldn't even get in my kitchen because my wheelchair didn't fit. You know, for me that that was okay. But other than that, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, people had to cook my own meals, yeah. cook my meals for me, and and really be in a caregiving mode. I had to hire a caregiver. And, you know, I was in my early 40s. This wasn't like, uh, or maybe even, yeah, early 40s. So this is just uh, a kind of thing you don't expect. And uh, that really taught me a lot. I mean, I, I couldn't, I do a lot of speaking for my business and train and teach all over the world in my publicity courses. And I could not travel for quite a while. And then when I could travel, it was a very different experience. Um, so, Part of it for me was uh, I was grateful I had an assistant in the house. So, you know, he was an assistant for my business. Well, guess what? He ended up making me lunch, and we had meetings, you know, from the bed and with our legal pads, and he drove me to occasional doctor's appointments, and that was, you know, helpful at that time. Um, I had a good team. I I had to hire outside, you know, actual care. Um, But it was... It was a life-learning experience, and one of the big things I learned, this is where I really learned about not doing things alone and not being a Lone Ranger anymore because I had to ask for a lot of help. And, you know, when you have to start asking for a lot of help in life, you, ha- you learn how to ask for help. And part of what I realized 
was maybe I hadn't been asking for enough help. Um, you know, interestingly enough, Steve, right, that sometimes we don't ask for enough help when we might need it and or, uh, you know, some other things prevent us from doing that. So that was a big aha for me. And the rest of my life I have been asking for help and I have been, you know, building teams and I make sure that I have good people around me to help me. Um, you know, so I think that's really important is doing and looking for, you know, ways that you need to ask for help, all of us, and it's not a bad thing, and getting people engaged with you and to support you, and, and that that's beautiful, and that's what life's about. You know, we need team members, we need support, uh, and I think that's a real key. No more Lone Ranger for well, me. That, <laughs> no more. Right. Well, and way to turn that experience from uh, lemon into lemonade. <laughs> And, yes. take, and take a real challenge and learn from it on an ongoing basis. And it's so hard, really, to ask for help, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you know, it, it takes a lot. It does. And it takes um, really asking for constant support. But, yes, yeah, honestly, it is a little bit hard to ask for help. And that's really the thing that I've, shall we say, gotten over. I'm, I'm asking now, and I'm getting help, and I have wonderful people to, that bless me in my life. But, yes, you have to ask help absolutely yeah just think if you wouldn't have had that experience i mean the benefit of actually asking people to help and all of the new things that you see and learn and experience the richness it brings in your life mm-hmm. well that's yeah. a good that's a good transition into let's talk about some of these things that you've written about that you have so much experience in uh, you've authored or co-authored some extraordinary books, and I've loved reading them, by the way. They are fabulous. Uh, I am going to get them for all of our team. <laughs> Thank you so much. You bet. And uh, so let's just talk about first on networking. So your book is entitled Networking Magic. So tell us about Networking Magic, what it is, and what's the impact. Mm. <laughs> Well, networking magic is really uh, about creating great, literally, networks. Um, who, are you, who are you connected with? Who need, do you need to be connected with, right? That's, that's a, always a good question, an important question. And I want you to really think about um, who's in your life, so to speak, that is uh, the people that are going to support you to the next level and that you can support. So one of the things I really recommend is making sure that like when you walk in a room a great a great strategy is to think about deepening three relationships and creating three new relationships and then come in with the mindset how can i help right because if you're giving away resources and supporting others in in networking events and i'm talking you know chamber of commerce luncheons and the places you go where you're creating wonderful relationships right And I want you to really think about how can you help people in the room. I call it the who question. And um, who do you know and how can I help? Uh, So one of the things I I will ask people is, you know, what do you need? What do you need next? How can I help you? And then my question to them is, who do you know that? And then I'll fill in the blank with depending on what I need in the moment, right? Because, of course, that can shift and change, as we all do. So be prepared with things that you might need support with 
and then, of course, ways that you can help others. Oh, this is so powerful. In, in uh, our book, Becoming Your Best, The 12 Principles of Highly Successful Leaders, one of those principles is apply the power of knowledge. Well, really what this is doing is in, inviting uh, knowledge into your life. It's just saying, I recognize that there are a lot of people that can help me see things I don't see. And this subject that you're talking about, networking, can help parents, coaches, teachers, business executives, CEOs, salespeople. It's just so profound, isn't it? Exactly. It helps everybody. And you bet it is for every walk of life and every kind of people. Absolutely. So how do you find the right people to network with? Well, number one, in your own community, you know, look to see who's around. I'm a big believer in getting involved locally with your chamber, um, with, you know, service clubs perhaps, with other business organizations that are uh, compatible for you, as well as business organizations that might be um, what I might call collaborative with you. So, for instance, if you're an attorney, you might want to network with CPAs. So I do believe, you know, take a look at networks that are both compatible and, um, you know, support you. So I'm a professional speaker, and I, I go to the National Speakers Association meeting that's in the, you know, Bay Area, for instance, and I also go to their national meetings. So I look at both national and uh, local possibilities. And then, you know, ask other people. Also, pick up Networking Magic. We actually uh, mentioned numbers of wonderful organizations across the nation that are really good networking groups. Uh, so I like that. And I like leads groups like BNI, Business Networking International. They have great chapters all across the nation, and they're giving each other leads. That's always a good thing. Oh, these are good tips. And my mind's just swimming with the possibilities. I'm thinking of our listeners today. Some will be from Africa. Uh, who are just budding entrepreneurs trying to figure out how to do better and change their lives and to lift their economic situation. And just think what one of them living, for example, in Kigali in Rwanda could do as they start thinking about the networking possibilities that can help them see differently. Or uh, I'm thinking of someone in the Philippines that works with a world-class organization might be a uh, branch manager of what they can do, or even here in the U.S. So, I mean, it's really fun, isn't it, to think about this? Oh, it's so wonderful. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, the truth is, and I've spoken all around the world, you know, and I've been in places, uh, some better than others in terms of economic development and opportunities but here's here's the good news is there's lots of opportunities now particularly for entrepreneurs and small businesses and it doesn't matter where you live you've got to still come to uh, networking and business with the mentality of success how can I create something better how can I expand my network and how can I serve others that's most one of the most important parts when you're networking okay that's good now, are there any watchouts when you're networking? Um, things you should well, be careful of or be concerned yeah, a about? Yeah. Things. Okay. You know, just it, one thing is, I know this sounds like so basic, but I'm shocked how many people don't do it. But 
make sure you go out with everything, all your contact information, your business cards. I'll ask people, do they have their business cards? And you know what they say? Oh, I ran out. I'm like, you ran out? What do you mean you ran out? You came to a networking <laughs> event. How could you run out? So, you know, carry – I'm really not kidding. It happens a lot. So carry your, your enough of everything you've got. And have things to um, – you know, if you are – having a product will bring your product with you so people can touch and feel it and and be proud of it you know display things somebody came to my publicity course recently and he's an author self-published author and you know i said where's your book and, and he pulled out his briefcase and he took his book out i said honey that doesn't do you any good in your briefcase <laughs> you know let's bring it out so so i'm really a big believer in put your product out have it so that people can touch and feel it and whatever it is, you know, be proud of it. Be excited about it. So that's a big thing. And then, you know, just be well-groomed. Think of your appearance when you're going out. Um, you know, be careful of coffee breath and that kind of stuff. Just just be aware of uh, being in other people's presence. So that's, you know, I, again, small things, but they make a big difference. And know that you're around other people. So, be supportive of others. It's not just about handing them your card. It's about how can, may I serve you? How can I help you too? It's both ways. Oh, that's uh, that's wonderful advice. Now, as you reflect, because this is a world that you're talking about a lot, you're working with people, and no doubt you've stayed with people that have practiced this. Uh, so from your perspective, Jill, what impact does networking have on your life and your career? Networking is, is the number one strategy, um, besides publicity, of course, uh, because the truth is you've got to stay out there consistently. And I think that's really important to, number one, stay out there consistently. Really have people know your name. I like to create what I call the I've heard of her somewhere syndrome. And when people are... Uh, you know, getting out there and people know your name, I think it's really, you know, really important that everybody, uh, excuse me, has some familiarity and trust with you in the marketplace. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Now, Jill also does a lot of world-class work around publicity. And as she just mentioned, getting notice so that you can increase your business and your exposure, your idea, whatever it might be, whether even if it's a philanthropic type idea. So to be successful at what you do. Uh, so Jill, can you give our, our listening audience today a few tips on things that they can do to get noticed and to build success with their revenues, their organization? Sure. Um, you know, part of it is, and I really want to pull in the publicity piece here as we're getting toward the end, just because I think it's really um, important that you look at your message and focus in on the message and, and really answer the question, what's the problem out there? Meaning out in the consumers who are going to buy your product, out with the people who want to utilize your services, whether you're a consultant or whether you're products, whatever you're doing, um, whatever your services may be, you've got to think about what's the problem they solve. And then you want to focus on that and create a message that wraps around that. That's what you're going to go out to the world with, the message of what, what, um, your, 
problem solver does and the solution that it provides. And I think that will make a big difference for you as you're out in the world uh, make you know just showing off your product, uh, having people buy your service, whatever it is. But I think that's really one of the keys: is get clear, get clear. Here's that on your message. That's a real key. Okay, good. And one of the things that'll help is uh, guerrilla publicity, where Jill shares hundreds of surefire tactics to accomplish that end. <laughs> to exactly <laughs> get maximum sales. Uh, for minimum dollars, and get to a better place. Well, time goes so fast in these interviews. And if you were sitting here with one of your best friends or uh, perhaps with a son or a daughter, and you're going to give them the very best advice that you can to help them be successful and happy in life, what would that be? <laughs> mm. Oh, boy. Um, a couple things. One is get... Uh, supported okay so make sure that you have uh, good people around you make sure that you're you're swimming with the with the fabulous people who are success motivated who are goal-oriented who are uh, you know good-hearted wonderful people who will really help and and care about your business taking it to the next level get clear on your message know who your business is know what you serve um, know your distinctions, right, and get support to figure that out if that's not, you know, necessarily. I mean, I'm helping tons of people with their message who might be great at what they do but don't really understand how others might see them. So I think that's really a key. And use, uh, use consistent networking activities and publicity activities to keep your name out there and to create the I've heard of you somewhere syndrome so that people know you, trust you, like you, and that you have familiarity in the marketplace. That will make a big difference, too. Well, that it's just been uh, so terrific being here with you today. And I just want to share with the listeners how important mentors, coaches, and associates that I've had the chance to network with throughout my career have changed my life. Uh, it's been so powerful. It's enriched it. Uh, it's more satisfying. The friendships and people that you care about is greater. Uh, so this is a wonderful subject, and Jill has shared with us some outstanding ideas that can help every single one of us. Now, how can people learn more about what you're doing, Jill? Thank you. Well, I've prepared an audio that's filled with great publicity tips uh, really expanded that will support you to grow your business, and you can get that at publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. And I don't know if you can put that in your show notes, but uh, publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. If you want to call me, talk to me about how I can help you in any way or tell you about uh, any support I can give you through the publicity course or consulting just call our office. We love talking to you at 415-883-5455. And I'll repeat it, 415-883-5455. We'd love to connect with you. Well, thank you, Jill Lublin, for being part of this show today. You have done a fabulous job. Great job. <laughs> thank you, Steve. And we wish all of you the best. 
as you are making a difference in the world. Uh, That's such a great uh, thought, and we don't take it for granted at all. But every single day as you go out, realize that you are one that can make a big difference. And many times it's as we work with other people directly and get their thoughts and their ideas. I'm Steve Schallenberger with Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, wishing you a great day. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Becoming Your Best podcast. We want to know what your big takeaways were, so head on over to becomingyourbest.com and you can find all the information about the podcast right there as well as the show notes page where we'd love to hear what you thought about each and every single episode. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a rating and review. A rating and review is by far the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because it helps other people find out about the show and decide if this is the podcast for them. So now it's all in your hands. It's time for you to go out there to take action and truly start becoming your best.